Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Courtney Show. Brando's, Randos. Brando's, Randos. Well, you heard about it earlier this morning. These are some good Randos. So get ready. Back in 2017, a woman in California named Susan Porter was cited for, quote, unreasonable use of a vehicle horn after she honked at least 14 times as she drove past a protest. So she's the protest going on. She yeah. drives by. Bonk, 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 was bonk, she bonk, happy? Yeah, no, if you honk, I think you're, you're... I thought that was support. Yeah, way to go, guys. Because a lot of times the signs will say honk if you love tacos. Or Honestly, it doesn't say if she was supporting it or against it. But it made somebody mad. And so they reported her. How? How did they report her? The police. The police showed up. They said, hey, that's excessive use of your horn. What? And so she got a ticket for it. And she's like, I, this can't be right. It's First Amendment. I'm... I'm voice, voicing my support or yes. non-support for whatever is going on. She claimed that it resulted in her uh, censoring herself by refraining from using her vehicle horn for expressive purposes, saying that that's my way of protesting is by hitting the horn. That's That should be okay. That's First Amendment. Yeah. Well, a federal appeals court just ruled that honking a car horn is not protected as free speech. The court- okay, well, how many, how many honks are allowed? According to them, in, unless, how many honks? <laughs> unless you're using your horn, your horn is specifically meant for uh, avoiding uh, traffic safety oh, hazards. Not for anger. Not anger. <laughs> not like, hey, hey what's thanks. up over there? Yeah, the little beep to let uh-huh. you let you in or whatever. They said the court said that there should be regulations on excessive horn use. What their definition of excessive is, I don't know, and that's what they're saying. They're like, look, we don't know what excessive is, but. This is excessive because its primary purpose, purpose rather, of a horn on your car is to alert others of a traffic like, hey, safety hazard. It's not to be used as expressive form of a first First Amendment purposes. Does anybody? It's usually used to express a feeling. Yeah, and that feeling is usually get out my way. <laughs> yes, or like a wedding. <laughs> Think about weddings where the you know the the wedding party is all in the cars and they're driving around town. Honking the horns, or maybe that's just in Redbud. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they do? They take to Main Street. Yeah, and they're you, th- just- you know they're throwing chucks of corn out the window. And- <laughs> chucks of corn. <laughs> uh, yeah. So any of that uh, could be ticketed funny. according to according to them, but we'll see what happens. Out she of fought it. the law. She fought the law, and it didn't work out no. so well for her.
Fortune cookie writers <laughs> might not might be in trouble too. They could be losing their jobs to AI. What? So I guess freelance writers write all those little fortune cookies. They get seventy five cents per fortune for a lot of the places that hire them. So if you come up with a good one, that's seventy five cents, and you just keep writing them, and you can make no money. Do you have to have <laughs> psychic abilities? <laughs> I think to it's get helpful. hired for that. I think it, well, I mean the fortunes aren't. They're not telling your fortune anymore. Now they're just like saying you should be a good person. <laughs> and pretty often they're they're clearly like translated and they don't make any sense. Oh, right. We yeah. all have gotten those before. Those but what about ones. what about uh greeting card writers? Couldn't the same be said for it could be. Well, I so think the threshold a, is much lower for why was for a, the fortune. Why was a greeting card writer always the cover for an agent <laughs> back in the seventies? What do you mean? What? Back in the seventies on TV or whatever, they're re- they're they weren't in, when they told people what they did for a living. It was always oh, like aspire. Yes, yes, yes. It seemed like a lot. Maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm just thinking of get smart, or you just heard that enough to where you're like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, there's one company, one fortune cookie company that's experimenting with this chat GBT to create the sayings and all that stuff. The co-founder of the company says that uh, AI fortunes are virtually indistinguishable from those written by these industry veterans. However, um, the other fortune cookie companies are like, we're a little worried about this because while it's very fast and could be very efficient... They're concerned that they'll be either boring or just nonsensical. You know, well, then don't use it. <laughs> well, these are the other companies that oh, okay. are still using writers. Oh, okay. They're saying that we're not doing it yet because we're worried about them being boring, nonsensical, and offensive. Like, you don't know. Something awful could get spit oh, out by yeah. the robot, and then all of a sudden, it's your, you're on the hook for it. You can't, like, I call have, the robot in. Got to like, have quality really control sorry. there. Right. Exactly. Just one person to read. And that's yes. even more so for, like, greeting cards, like you mentioned. Like, you don't want something offensive in there, like, you know, glad you didn't die, Grandma. Like, no, it's supposed to say happy birthday, Grandma. <laughs> So those is that card places. available on that one? It is. I wrote it. It's not bad. <laughs> Make a lot of money on it, actually. Uber is being accused of tracking people's battery life and then charging more when they're on uh, low on power. So when the battery on your what? phone is lower, they could be charging you more. How do they know? Well, they did one. Oh, they know because of the app. The app, they can read the data through the app. The that app, is diabolical. Man. The app needs to know how much power you have like, this because is my then last... it can go into a low power mode. You're like, this is my last correspondence with somebody. Yeah. I need to be picked up. And they'll charge my you God. more. That is terrible. What are they saying? They're saying it's not the case. It's not the first time, though, they've been accused of this. Somebody did a newspaper in Brussels. They tested it. They did it once. So <laughs> well, this is a, a very, test. very, very small sample. But they had one person, you know, identical routes, identical drives. One person had a 12% left on their battery. The other had 84%. The one with plenty of power got charged $18.10. The one with 12% battery got charged $19.16. Same route, everything. Hmm. But they only, like I said, they only tested it once. But back in 2019, they had to deal with this as well. They admit that they can see how much battery you have. But as I mentioned, it's they, it's so they can see if they need to switch, if the app needs to switch to low power mode. So they have to be able to read the ba- the power of your phone so they can switch to a low power mode. But then that data is available to them. So what else are they doing with it? Oh, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. I wonder if it's available to the driver. 
that could in some ways be helpful, but... Oh, yeah. I don't, well, I mean... Yeah, because if the driver's trying be, to find you... Yeah, and he's like, all right, it's gone. But I that would him. be really hard to cover up. Think about how many Uber drivers would all have to agree that, like, all right, guys, we're all agreeing. Oh, yeah. We're never going to tell them how much power... Yeah. ...that we know how much power is on their phone. Mm. But big Uber on that, that's like, you know, yeah, one guy. guys. Yeah. Tom Uber. And uh, the USPS is going to be uh, planning to raise the price of stamps... Currently 60 cents. They want to hike it all the way up to 63 cents. Oh, come on. Look out. That's how everybody. much stamps call na- cost now? What do you remember? I your... buy forever ones now. 38 cents. 25. 23 is what I remember. 38. I don't know why. 38. Like if I were to, if somebody were to ask me how much is a stamp, I would say 38 spam. I would say 38 cents. Hmm. I have 63. A, but I bought a bunch of those forever stamps like five years ago, maybe Ooh. more. What an investment. Just to turn around and sell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's time I'll, to get paid. I'll make pennies. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. That's your Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. The Courtney Show. Uh, thank you for all the texts that we've already gotten today. A lot of texts come in during food court. Yeah. Um, so I brought the Bobos in, the PB&J, and I looked online to see how much I bought them for. $30 for 20 uh, Bobo PB&J oat sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But people are texting that Bobos run about $15 at Costco. Oh, they have them there? Uh-huh. They say there's more, more filling than the Uncrustables. But you're left with some oats in the mouth. Oh, sure. I mean, I'm like... That's an oaty mouth. It yeah. really is. <laughs> uh, so next time you're there, Brando, maybe a snack for the children for the summer. Yeah, they might eat them. 15 bucks. If they have if they have the same, like 20 of these sandwiches for 15, I think that's a good deal. They're not cold, right? They don't have to be in the... It doesn't... They just ship them They didn't ship them with anything... Mm-mm. Okay. Keeping them chilled or I anything. I just got to figure out where to find them. I think I know. Yeah. And then... Somebody said Bobo's Pop-Tarts are awesome, but they expensive. Hmm. I said they expensive. They said they are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for, for texting about Food Court. More stuff that we'll get to in a little bit. But right now I want to quiz you guys on your Gen Z slang. Hmm. All right? Gen uh, Z is the youngest of the Gen it is. right? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a question and I will give you a multiple choice answer. You tell me the correct answer and you get a point. Man, I and whoever's here for this. Whoever I do too. <laughs> whoever has the most points at the end gets a Bobo PB&J yes. sandwich for me. Your choice of flavor. <laughs> All right. Question number one. Which of the following is another? And this actually is here to help you yeah. if you're unfamiliar with the slang the kids are using these days. Mm-hmm. All right. Which of the following is another word for uncool? A, skirt, S-K-R-R-T. Mm-hmm. B, chuggy. C, bet. A. Wh- which one is another word for uncool? I'm going to say B, chuggy. And the answer answer. is B, chuggy. Chuggy? Yeah. Yeah. Skirt. You've heard that word? I have. I've heard the word. I've heard the word. I didn't know what. Uh huh. Them people, my players describe me as chuggy, so now I know what that means. Where does it come from? Have they really? Okay. (laughs) What's the origin? I don't know. I didn't go to that much work for you, Tim. Uh, Come on. Spell it. C H E U G Y. Okay. See, while you're looking that up, I'm going to give you another question. C H what? E U G Y. If something slaps, it is a. Excellent or amazing. B, surprising or scary. C, beautiful or handsome. A. 
be surprising or scary you're going with? Yes. Tim, you say excellent or amazing? Yeah. The answer is A, excellent or amazing. We got a tie ball game, folks. What does snatched mean? A, stolen. B, fierce or on point. C, exhausted. It's got to be A. Is that too on the nose? This is Gen Z slang. Yeah, I'm going to say A. A, stolen is what Brando's going with. Yeah, I, 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 you say the same. The answer is B. Fierce or on point. Snatched. We're like still all tied up. Using slang to describe slang. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which of the following means a look or style that is extremely fashionable or sexy? A. Bussin. B. Bet. C. Drip. C. I'm going to go with B. Brando's saying B. Bet. Tim says C drip. The answer is C drip. Oh, you jumped out. You're in the lead. What does no cap mean? We've talked about this before on the on the air, but I don't remember. I don't either. A no lie for real. B chill or without stress. Or C not cool. B the no stress thing. It's it's A. It's A. A no lie for real. Tim is has a three to one lead. Which of the following words is an insult for men who are seen as being too submissive to women? A vibin, C B simp, or C okay boomer? I'll say B. B simp? Yeah. I'll say A. I don't think it's C. Vibin? It's B simp. Gosh, dang it. That's four points. You can't I don't, I don't think, think I can catch up. I don't yeah, think so. C. You got kids, but I'm spending time on the Ludo message board. <laughs> yeah, so. you it's really, really are. Really <laughs> zoned in. Um, which home in the high schools all day? What does bet mean? B E T. A cool or I'm down. B no lie. C not cool. No lie. B. I think I just keep guessing B. What was A again? Cool or I'm down. And yeah, what is B? Slang slang. B is no lie. C is not cool. A. Cool, I'm down? Yeah. A is correct. Jeez, please. <laughs> but it can kind of mean A or B. I mean, it's... Oh, you're arguing with the uh, quiz. You're like, how oh, dare you? Know, regionally, bet <laughs> can be uh, Southern California what part of the versus Northern California. Yeah. It's completely different. All right, which of the following means I've got... I've got the point. I don't even know what that I means. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the point guard? Oh. Low key is A. B is say less. C cap. B. What? You're saying you're saying I got say less. Like I get what you're like stop talking. Oh, I get I, I got, got the point. point. Oh, I understand. Are you going with say less too? Uh, yeah, well, B's got to be it eventually. Yes, it is B. Okay. Way, I got Yay. another point. And that is the end of Gen <laughs> Z slang with a six to two victory. Oh, man. Bobo PBJ for TC2. Yeah. The Courtney Show. It's finally Friday. Time for Brando to sing a song. Yes, indeed. Brando will be 
singing a song. I have my uh, guess written down. I could be wrong. I don't know. It, sometimes it's about something that happened. Could be small during the during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, the lovely, talented, heading to Europe for a European comedy tour, Nikki Glaser is going to perform a song for us first. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking doing this because I haven't done it in a while, but I'm so glad to do it. So thank you. Okay, so this, so this song you did uh, during your New Year's Eve show. Yeah. Yes, I did it during my New Year's Eve show. And um, it's like, the context is, it's like uh, a lot of people don't know, like, uh, it's, it's about my story connected to St. Louis. Okay. Okay. Um, we dropped a pick. We picked I dropped the pick a pick, up. sorry. We're back a in pick action. that, um, well, this isn't the one, but I did attend a Taylor Swift concert and Taylor Swift's father gave me a pick, <gasps> which he is known to do throughout the thing. He just like put it in my face and oh. I took it and I was like, oh, what is this? And then I found out later, Taylor Swift's dad does that. So it was cool. cool. All right. <laughs> and so this is to um, Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift. You might not know this, but I live here now in St. Louis. My family's been here since I was six. I went to Kirkwood, but my girlhood home is in De Pere. But I'll say do so I feel rich. <laughs> At 18, I left St. Louis. Wait. <laughs> At 18, I left St. Louis to somehow go out and make it. I didn't. I moved back. I was freaking broke. (laughs) But then I left again in 2010, never coming back again. But then COVID hit. Then she moved back home. It's me. Hi. I'm back in St. Louis. I could have left, but I stayed. This town is what I missed. You can't get emos in New York and L.A. took our Rams. My rent is so much cheaper, but the traffic can be just as bad. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes when I tell someone that I come from Missouri, they think I grew up on a farm. They think my dad loves Trump and that most of my friends do meth. I tell them two of those are wrong. I tell them I love St. Louis and man, if you only knew us, you could see what I see. Our city's in its prime. I see a city that's thriving despite some terrible driving, especially on King's Highway, number one in crime. It's me. Hi. I'm from St. Louis. I eat toasted raps. I love Ozzy Smith. I'll ask you where you went to high school just to know your worth. I'm not sure what it means when you tell me that it was Parkway North. Like, are you rich or are you like a Hoosier? MICDS, when you turned 16, you got a um, Lexus. If you went to O'Fallon North when you turned 16, you probably got like pregnant. It's me. Hi, I'm from St. Louis. I'm nice. I love sports. I'll deny that I'm racist. We're known for Nelly, John Ham, beer, and tons of outdoor fun, but we take no accountability for the stuff that happens in Ferguson. <laughs> Too political? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was a little rough. 
Oh my God, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now part two. God. Of our Finally Friday songs. Here's a guitar, Brando. Yeah, okay. Let me bang away on that. Um, okay, yeah, so that was fantastic, really and this will be a huge disappointment. No, um, no way. But I, I know, do you want to throw, well, yeah, I guess you want to do your guesses. By the way, Nikki no. loves your Finally Friday songs, like, a lot, a lot. Oh, yeah, I'm I, a, and I tell him, it. I'm a huge fan. It's yeah. hard. This is so much harder than you think it is. Oh, my gosh, to, uh, everybody's staring to, at you. To match... To match a song that's already written and then to come up with the exact amount of syllables and to have it rhyme in the right places, it's it. Brando, you make it seem easy, is what I'm saying. Well, thank but it's, you. it's it's really not easy. All right, Today here's might be a disaster. Here's my guess. <clears throat> the first one is my main guess. Okay. Okay. okay? I, I told Chris my guess, so it's it's locked in. Yeah, I know. In the hallway. It's been an eventful week, but I, I think. I know one angle that you're thinking of. I did not go that way. It's Mother's Day weekend. I've done multiple Mother's oh, Day yeah. songs. I like doing a Mother's Day song because it's always that weekend. So I figured I'd do one. Another one for the moms because we all love the moms. We all love moms. And I need a deep breath before I get into it. <clears throat> yeah. So I hope you all ready because it's never good when I rap. You better call your mom back. Been with you for years. Calling your fears. Wiping away all your tears. Shopping at Sears. Buying jeans from my school. Says I'm growing up too soon. Puts lotions. On my dry skin, my mother's intuition, it's astounding. Grocery shop, cleans my socks, won't tell my dad when I get pinched by the cops. Wash my care bear, never approves of my facial hair. Gets Doritos, puts my orange slice on ice, always making sure that I'm nice. This song's not about the gouge, cause Cordy don't have the gouge. This song's not about the gouge, cause Cordy don't have the gouge. This song's not about the gouge, cause Cordy don't have the Spectacular song. Uh, this is the best Friday. 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 That's so fun. Yeah, so <laughs> the Courtney Show. It's time to play. Time to play survey says. We're gonna play. Gonna play survey says. All right, time for survey says. All right, Dan. Dan St. Germain is hanging out with us in studio. Uh, but this is where we do it once a week. And we ask our listeners... Uh, who on the show is most likely to, and there's different scenarios. All right. And then they pick one of us that fits the fits the bill and also send some comments in. For and sure. sometimes it's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Often. <laughs> Depending That's the on... first opening. It's, not like it's, fun. Like, it's a little rough. Uh, I don't know why we're doing it. Get ready. Um, well, like, one of the questions was like, who, who, who on the show is most likely to not return their cart to like the the cart rack at a at a like a grocery yeah. store, and if they say if if the people that listen to the show all the time say you, it hurts. It hurts bad. Yeah, hurts. I'm, yeah. not that, I'm not that kind of monster, Dan. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would definitely be that person. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got you dodged a bullet. And, me. and Emily puts it all together and is the host. Hi. Of that. Hey. How's it going, guys? Great. Good. Terrific. Happy Friday. Yeah. Yes. We're having a good time in here. Happy Friday. Happy it is Friday. a good time in here. Mm-hmm. It's like a little party. Just kind of exploded. It was fun. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's kick off the first question. All right, first question is who on the show is uh, most likely to use up the most amount of memory in their phone? 
So who has the most, who uses the most amount of memory Ooh, in their phone? Okay. What is this memory in your phone yeah. you speak of? <laughs> the Android user has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, it's not going to be me. I'm a bit of a hoarder. I rarely delete things. I will say that my texts go away after a year for that reason, for the memory thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't claim that I'm very efficient with my storage. Can we, can you I easily think, see? Let's I think see. it's going to be Tim because of the, you know, the Toby Muggs hoarding stuff. I have yeah. every text message since I got an iPhone is in my phone. Well, yeah, I don't. So it's wow. fun to go back and be like, what was I doing in like, you know, 2013? <laughs> yeah. I can tell you. Okay, you I'm trying to look it up. Um, oh, I mean, go. I can have a lot. Can you find out how much you have? That's what yeah. I'm wondering. I, I bet can. we can look. I've used 130 gigs. I don't even care. Really. I mean, I'm <laughs> iPhone storage. <laughs> Here we go. Where's that found? I'm using. You have an Android. Nobody has any oh, idea just how to operate it. your phone. I think it. <laughs> I think it'll end up being me, but I don't know that. I don't think they'll say me. I think they will say Tim. Mine's I'm using still calculating. Mine is 216.5 gigs that I'm using right now. Oh, that's more. So yours is more than his. Yeah. Right? Let's see what Chris has. Chris, what you got? I, no, I just looked up the first text I ever sent Dan St. Germain, and it was <laughs> December 12, 2015, and I wrote, Nikki's grandmother just died. Somehow, I think it was the story you told that made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> But feel free to text Glazer about it. She'll be happy to hear from you. Um, man, that was, I mean, on my end, it was really, that was a bad time to send that kind of picture. To her, right? uh, 60, uh, 60, gil- 60 gigabytes out of 64 point. Oh, so you're up oh, there. You're redlining. Right? I'm up yeah. there, man. I'm yeah. redlining. You're up there All for right, sure. All right, just tell us. Okay, so Tim. Wait, no, Chris wins this one. Oh, oh really? Chris we don't even know. Wins. No, that's probably true. Yeah, it's World Traveler, lots of pictures, mm-hmm. and lots oh, of right. unopened emails. Yeah, that's uh, there you go. Uh-huh. That's, that's right. Okay. What's next? Next question. Um, who on the show could tap a keg the fastest? Landry. I'm going to say, yeah. I gonna say Brando. I don't know how to do that. Because all Brando has to do with his big hands is just like, burr, yeah. burr, rip the top off. <laughs> you got to tap. You're supposed to tap a keg tonight, yeah, aren't I don't you? Re- it's, it's, it's ceremonial. Ceremonial, okay. yeah. I think they'll say Courtney. Just, I think they'll say and they'll Courtney. they'll just say Mick Ultra. This is Brando. It's not me and Chris. Now, they said Courtney. Yeah. And it's just this typical answer of, duh, really. So that was the yeah. it's not my, most answer. Well, she went by a landslide. Skill set. I don't um, think it's in mine either. She got 50% either. of the votes. Uh, Brando, you were second with 34% of the votes. I've never done it. And then you guys kind of split don't the rest. I know that I have. Never You've in my never life. You've never tapped a cake? No. I, I've been I've, there when it's happened, but I don't think I was responsible for it. I've done the... I don't, want you do the, you, I don't want to say that sentence. You do the headstand. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, have you done the uh, uh, keg stand upside down? Never. Yeah, you have. No, I haven't. You haven't? Beer you bongs. The no, beer bongs were what we were doing back in the day. Well, okay. I w- I've never beer Funnel, bonged. I've never keg standed or anything. Beer bong? No, I can get drunk on my own. I don't need gimmicks to make it happen. Shotgunning. I'll All get right. shotgun. In Red Bud, you have to boil it first. And then yeah. You know. <laughs> Waterloo. Thank you very much. Boil order has been lifted, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Citizens of Waterloo. Okay. All, this, good. all these things are just ways for alcoholics to like, to, like, it's like, no, I'm doing a keg stand. It's just yeah. a different way to like, exactly. you know, like, like, no, it's fun if we do it this way. <laughs> yeah, right. It's PR. 10 it's it's, fun. it's a whole PR yeah. exercise. Get rid of that guilt. Yeah. Just drink. Yeah, yeah. Driving. All right. Who on the show has the hardest time giving blood? It's me. It is 100% oh, it's me. Be me. I think I'm right there. I, I can't do it. I've never done it. You've never you've never had a 
had blood taken for like had, a, oh like for yeah for yeah. but I mean like given blood oh never. like donated because I'll just pass out because you freak out when you have it taken for medical reasons yeah I don't, yes even just uh, that little vial yeah I, do too. I love it. <laughs> I just love doing it. I love doing it. It's my favorite thing. I don't even care about like the charitable aspect. Like, I just want it out of me, man. I throw it away. I just run it right into the trash and you're done. Ride the snake, baby. Great way to lose those LBs. This is not working. <laughs> Just throw a couple of leeches on me, too. Oh, right. easy. That was maybe the most perfect timing of anything that's ever happened in this show. Uh, welcome, to, welcome to dancing, Jermaine. <laughs> Shows tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. That's a funny book. All right, I have no idea. Who I don't know what the And question, I don't think this is bad question? or good. I don't know what. Who has the hardest time giving blood? Okay, it was having blood taken. Just so I remember for the rest of my life, what did Dan say? I just. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Brandon's like, I hate it. I'm like, no, I hate it. I love it. Oh my God. Okay, so who got it? It was Courtney. It was? It was you. Why? Because my veins are... Uh, filled with beer. Yes. Ultra. <laughs> that, that came up a couple of times, but it's the Not ice original, in your veins. Like Dan. Dan's original. Yes. Yours is much more Dan original took it to a that. dark place. See, they get mean. See, they get they mean. They get mean, yeah. Dan. I love it. <laughs> I love it, brother. Love giving blood. <laughs> okay, what's next? Okay, the next question. Um, <laughs> who won the show has the most belongings in the studio? Like, who's leaving behind most of their stuff? It's Tim. A, it's a convy. <laughs> oh, uh, Tim. He's got the rich golden layer cake over here. Well, that was a gift. Well, that's a temporary. And right now, it's tough because, Chris, you've, like, cleared out a yeah. bunch of things. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's not me now, but it what, historically, actually, Brando had, like, a whole menagerie up there. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff. Many things. Uh, I don't know. It could things. be any of us. We all have a bunch of stuff in here. I have quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to say They'll me. say Tim. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it was, it was fairly evenly split. Oh, but wow. Courtney ekes it out. Because it's beer laying around. Yeah, it's Mick Ultra. You left your Mick Ultra. <laughs> and they always see the Ryan Reynolds in the video, so. That oh, is yeah. not mine. That <laughs> is, is definitely, not mine. It's definitely yours. No, it's not. So, yeah, He's you win that one. At you. All right. You win that one. All right, one more question. Okay. Okay, so who on the show uh, talks the most in the studio off the air? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know. It's it's not different me. days. It depends. There's days where I think all of us are real talkative off air. I maybe me. I think you. Yeah. I do think you. Yes, because somebody's if. Who else is going to comment on the temperature in here if you're not doing it? Right. You know I what I mean? Steady reminders. Yeah. Steady, or, steady or, reminders. <laughs> or bring up the refrigerator, which you did again today. What refrigerator? The refri- your refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much Man, I'm drinking cold milk. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but Courtney also has a lot of good stories that you can't tell on air yes. that yeah. we get off air. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I'm fine. It's probably me. It is not you. No, it's not. It's Chris. Oh. Sometimes I, Chris I is... Ch- this week, Chris has been chattier than normal. Yeah. But usually... Maybe you don't hear much from it. We had yeah. that question yeah. on a different week. We'd probably get different answers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But, yeah. No, Chris wins it, says he's delightfully chatty. Oh, <laughs> he's so charming. Did he win by and a lot? charming and wonderful. Yeah. He got 45% of the oh, vote. Oh, wow. And wow. the next was actually Tem. Oh, wow. It was you. 
Courtney Brando got the lease, of course. That's Everybody right. Everybody just thinks you don't talk. No, I they're right. I don't know. He's busy. Yeah, um, I got stuff then, to do. Yeah. yeah, Courtney, you were like down there. Yeah, uh, we were all off. They don't what know do us, think, Dan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about giving blood. <laughs> He's Googling blood Still banks thinking about blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, God, I can't uh, wait to get I'm out of here and give some blood. We should have just ended it at Dan's line. We should have wrapped it up. Be positive, am I right? All right. That survey says thank you to Emily. And thank you for your answer. We just played survey says we had fun playing survey says. The Courtney Show. Listen to my strong opinion. Time to bitch. All right. uh, My complaint today is. Don't knock on my door and then ring my doorbell. Knock on my door, wait, oh. wait like a minute, and then I haven't answered the door because I'm not going to, Mm-mm. and then ring my doorbell a bunch. So don't go, ding dong. Yes. Like, you've waited. It's It was a it was a door-to-door salesman. Oh. I wonder what the point what of the, the combo is. I don't know because I'm not buying it. It wasn't children selling something for their school. Everybody knows parents bring those sheets in now to work. I just bought some TJ's pizzas, actually, from a school. Did you get the breakfast? Yes, I did. Good. Um, Yes, I did. But it's, it is, if you have animals, it's, you've already knocked on the door and gotten Peebo all hyped up. And then you've waited 30 seconds. We have not answered the door. And then start ringing the doorbell. Mm-hmm. You can't do both. Door to door sales should be illegal. Yeah, I, I don't. I feel bad that that's what they have to do. I'm sorry, but I don't like you coming into my space. It's not no. a safe idea anymore. Oh yeah, right. Mm-mm. People got all sorts of reasons to be blasting at you with their guns. <laughs> don't be doing that. So that's my strong opinion. I have one. Can I do one more? Yeah. Because I was in a, yeah, you I was can. in a lot of uh, Johnny on the spots this weekend because I'm classy. Um, <laughs> Mine's bathroom related too. Okay, start Not even in public. You just something. Yeah, you're I just, just searched like, oh, them. Check this <laughs> one out. Looking for a good phone. You got number. a blog? <laughs> yes. Uh, so Belleville Oktoberfest. I went into one there. Yeah. And then on the golf course, I uh, went into a few there. Um, you got to have a hook in there. You got to have a hook and a Johnny on the spot. Hmm. There is nowhere to put anything down. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be coming in there with my purse because I'm out and Mm -hmm. it's a public setting. Yeah. You got to have one hook in there. Yeah, that's a good idea. For coats, for purses. It's gross in there. It's it's the worst place. Yes. You don't want to touch anything. Last thing you want to do is put your purse down in one of them. Mm -mm. So one hook. Come on, Johnny on the spots. Makers, hooks. One hook. That's a good idea. One, do some have hooks? No, I've never. You're like holding your purse and all your stuff. You're trying not to touch anything. It's dangerous. Ugh. It's dangerous and gross. I don't care. Purse. We need a hook. Ugh. There you go. I like it. Yeah, but for coats too. Well, I'm keeping my coat on. I know, but sometimes you've got a big coat. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want a big you coat that's touch, like overlapping on anything. Stuff. No, yes. I'm, God. Giving, I'm giving somebody that coat. Yes, you're handing them. <laughs> uh-huh. But sometimes that's you're alone. 
I'm I don't finding know. a stranger and just hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know how women do Johnny on the spots. Well, it was. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm just yes. going to make that statement. Okay. It seems fine. insane. Yeah. Ooh. Let's keep the bathroom theme going, huh? You got one? Are you? No, oh, you, you, oh, yeah. you said you do. Uh, hotel rooms. Is there ever a place where you need like? Hotel rooms never have the bathroom door right. It's usually a sliding door now, and there's gaps everywhere. And it's like this is a bathroom. Like this, this is a place that needs privacy. Privacy. Mm-hmm. So like, no more of the sliding doors on like a. Oh, this is a barn door rack. And yeah, so why many, are they so into that now? I, I have no idea. I think it's because, like... It saves space, maybe? Well, yeah, and the doors always open into the wrong... They're always taking up too much space in the bathroom itself. I would rather take up all the space in the world and close properly, but these... Soundproof, uh, the whole thing. Everything. Well, I notice more and more that there's no fans anymore. Like, where? Yeah. why don't we have the, oh, the yeah. fans? No I, fans. I don't know where the fan air goes, but I like a fan. You know, just takes stuff out of there that you don't want in there. Like steam. I want so much steam. And, and this this weekend we were in a in Chicago and this door was like on one of those rolling racks and you would close the door and then it would just slowly open, <laughs> start open to open. And I'm like brushing my teeth and I'm looking over. I'm like, ah! <laughs> it wouldn't lock either? No lock, nothing. And like, you know, three, four inch gap on the bottom. Like, y- you could see in on the side. It was like a, at least an inch and a half f- from like the door jam. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So, was there, there a hook in there though? Yeah, they hooked it up. Some ba- and public, rest- public restroom gaps are a problem too. Yeah, like in the stalls. Yes, you're just, you're a pathetic person sitting on a toilet. Oh, you yeah, don't want so, other people seeing you. Mm-hmm. And especially when it's like where you work and you can like make eye contact in that yeah. gap. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No. I've, I've seen places people like just stuff it full of toilet paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> don't make eye contact. <laughs> uh, who's next? I'll go. Okay. Man, if you're at the beach. <laughs> 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 Don't bring music. Headphones. It's fine. I always bring music to the beach. But but when other people... I'm talking about where, where different people have their stations, they're set up, and they're just looking at the ocean and reading, hanging out, or whatever. If you're, like, so far away from everybody and it's like, this is where your family's partying, I guess fine. But the setup where there's only so much room and people are kind of just getting their stations together and you're just playing... Whatever it is, the last bad experience I had with it, somebody was just cranking Nickelback's greatest hits, and this is not me hating on Nickelback, but that's not what I want to listen to. Yeah, boating, boating is similar. Like you know where, like if you go to the Lake of the Ozarks and you guys are, you find a cove and there's a couple boats there, you can't overtake the cove with your music. This is not your cove. I always kind of walk around our little setup, you know, when we're on the beach and like at a distance and be like, can I hear, if I can't hear it when I get a few steps away, I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's, let's, you know, I don't, it's not too loud. If you can hear the music when we're on the beach, get the hell away from us. You are way too close. close. I'm talking about (laughs) a a slightly more crowded beach. Yeah. No music. What about a park? Family reunion happening. If it's a big party with a whole bunch of people, I'm talking about if you're, I'm talking about a couple. We're just a couple on the beach lined up with other couples and families and we're just going to play our music. That's silly. Yeah, if you're at a family, if you're throwing a party in 
a park or something like that. All right, what about a pool do, do at you your hotel? Do. And you brought your music. You're laying on a lounge music. chair. No, what if they're music. listening to exclusively to Ludo? That's fine. <laughs> Crank That's what, it. I want to find the line. No, public pool, same thing. <laughs> yeah. That pool can dictate the music? Yes. Or no music. But you can't. No. Absolutely not. And you're only hearing reggae versions of popular songs. Yeah, oh, that your pool, I know. That, was a, that I probably wish somebody was cranking some Nickelback because that really wore on me eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got one. Um, so... This is this has bothered me for many many years, and I don't know why I never thought of doing it as a, a strong opinion. But I'm going to go ahead and do it today. Microsoft Outlook. Have you ever gone to print an email oh. in Outlook? Yeah. Why would anyone on God's green earth ever want to print either all odd or all even pages? <laughs> why is that even an option? Yeah. And why is it above? Like custom, yeah. Or I just want page one and two. Like I just want to print page one. So what they're offering you, so you have a document that's <laughs> let's call it twenty pages, and they are offering you the option to p- print page one, page three, page five. Yes, and it's when you, it's as the drop down menu, it's above <laughs> yeah. what you want. No, it's crazy. It's you got to go all the way down to get to the custom. I'm like, this should. Why would I ever? What yeah. circumstance would you ever want to print? Two-sided situation? Like you print all the odds, then you flip over that stack of paper, put it in, and print the evens? I, but even then there's Who's doing that? How many what, people are doing that? I don't Why know. would that they, be above? Well, there's just, also you can do a double sided. Right. Yeah, I'm just, just trying to come up with a reason. I, it would be such be a specific like circumstance that no matter what, it should be below custom. Like, I just want to, usually it's, I'm going in and I just want the first page. Because emails, they always throw all this, gar- when you go to print an email, you're the like, rest oh, it's of one everything, page. yeah. And then it prints out and it's got one more page of just like nothing. Yeah. And the signature, and you're like, I now I just wasted a page of paper and now I feel like a terrible human being. So I always go in and just, I just want page one of this email because I need it, I need it printed for whatever reason. And it's always like, do you want to print all the odd pages? What about all the even pages? I'm like, no, Microsoft Outlook. I am never going to want that. And no one wants that. No one on the planet has any use for this at yeah. all. It's so stupid. That's, That's a good strong one. opinion there. Strong. I think they were all fine opinions today. Just fine. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, real fine. Real fine. <laughs> They're fine. Fine. <laughs> it's the Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. All right, so the wheel of questions today are all about every question on the wheel is going to be asked to Chris Convey. Ooh, okay. It's all, the whole wheel today. all about your time in L.A. working on the oh, Mark great. Twain. So we have lots of questions okay. about where you've been. Uh, who made you laugh the hardest, whether that was as a part of the show or just being out there? All, all the celebrities were involved, so many. Who made you laugh the hardest? Oh, man. Who made me laugh the hardest? That's a good question. I probably Dana Carvey. Yeah. I mean, probably Dana Carvey on stage when he did the the thing I just said, you know. The Joe Biden. The Joe Biden thing. I And, you know, you I've, I've seen the show now like 30 times. I saw it live. Mm-hmm. And then when you go through the edit process, you you like watch through things. And you end up like... Loving things and laughing at them every time. But Steve Buscemi at one point goes, uh, you know, he's he's pretending like he's drunk, like he's a drunk character from from uh, the Wedding Singer. And at one point he goes, 
<laughs> Comedy. Am I right? <laughs> For some reason, it cracks me up every time. But yeah, Dana Carvey, you did it. But the Luis Guzman thing that oh, I said yeah. earlier. Oh, yeah, right. in the car. Also, Rob Schneider, we were on the phone with him, and he loves Adam. Like, you know, if you've seen, the, if you watch the the show that, that uh, the Mark Twain Prize with Adam Sandler, like, you can see how much Schneider legitimately loves Adam and admires him and thinks he's great. And he was telling us all these stories about him. And we were on the phone with him for like an hour. And he was just regaling us with stories about Sandler and all the good things he's doing that we don't know about. Like, nobody hears about Sandler's charity work or anything. But he was in Ireland with um, with Adam, you know, years and years and years ago. And I, and I guess they were... I don't know what they were doing, but, like, it was the both of them. And they went and they, like, met with, like, people in the town. And, you know, Ireland, t- Tim's been there, too. Like, th- some parts are, like, a little bit behind. And, you know, this is probably even 20 years ago now. Um, but Schneider was telling the story. They met this woman. And they went into her house. And she was with, like, her family and stuff. And, and there, a dog was, like, whimpering. And <laughs> Rob's, like... Hey, what's what's wrong with with the dog? And she goes, "Oh, she's oh, don't worry about her. She's grand. I just drowned her pups this morning." <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! This lady drowned this dog's pups because, like, I don't know, it's what they used to do in the old days. Well, well this is terrible. That's a terrible story. Oh, it's terrible, I right? Hate that. <laughs> it was really, really bad. I really hate that. Yeah. We need a and pal. that made you laugh the hardest? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know why I told that story, actually. Rob I hate Schneider. that story. Spin the wheel. All right. Quick. Spin the wheel. I'm going faster. Spin the wheel. All right. Tell a different one. All right. We know that you get on weird food kicks when you do this thing. What was your food obsession over the working on the Adam set because sometimes it's zingers, sometimes it's you just go in on things hard. When you came move back to town, it was all about the basket of fries and shakes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I went buck wild on those basket of fries and shakes when you first moved back to St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. So this time it was a chicken parm sandwich um, from a place called like Rock and Pies in Santa Monica. And I got I got one last time I was in town. I was like, oh, I should get that sandwich again. And I started getting it like every night. <laughs> I got, and, and then you, they will sell individual slices of pizza and fries. So I would get fries, then two slices of pizza, and the chicken parm. And I had it regularly. And then there was this other place. <laughs> and two nights, I was a, like, Nikki wasn't in town. And I was just like, I just want all the foods that I want right now. There's a place called Forma in a nice part of Santa Monica. In two nights, I just, I spent like $87 on food alone. (laughs) I picked it up and I brought it back to the house and I ate it alone. And it was like, you know, I just didn't deny myself anything that I wanted from the place. They have great fries, so I got the fries. They have great bolognese, so I got the bolognese. They great great cacio pepe, got the cacio pepe, and then had the tiramisu. And just oh, and the asparagus that they that they have that's really good. That I don't even like asparagus. I was like, I'm gonna get this. <laughs> I spent so much money, and I was like humiliated and alone. <laughs> and did then, you hide and, the evidence in all like, the trash? Two weeks later, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want that meal again. Uh, up next, did you meet Mark Twain, <laughs> <laughs> fellow Missourian? It was always it's always fun. To let people know, like he's a fellow Missourian, and they got they got into that. Yeah, they got into it. Uh, no, actually, uh, anything that you would do differently. It's all finished. You've been working oh. on it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. If there's one thing that you could change, 
What would it be? Don't get me started. I'd have Cordy and Brando come. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Really I'm bummed. saying this to tell you that I wanted you there, not to make you feel bad. You do feel bad, though. But don't. Such a great moment. But for I would have loved to have had you guys there. I would have really loved to have been there. Man, he's drowning puppies. <laughs> he's sticking it to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this would be a great segment. Not going to puppies, uh, you know, straight out of Rob Schneider's mouth. All right, next question. Uh, I know you love to name names. I don't know if you're going to do it or not. Who was a challenge to work with on the project? Well, the only challenge was because he was so busy, but he was not a challenging person at all. But it's like it's a, it, it's tough because sometimes people come in early and you get to talk to them on the phone and you take them through the creative and it's a really simple process. Well, Chris Rock had the biggest special in the last, I don't know, 20 years coming out, mm-hmm. you know, like a week before this show. So he was really like laser focused on that and we even know we even knew early on like i think one of his his people were like he he's just not gonna be able to talk until after the special Mm -hmm. and his special was humongous yeah so we just didn't get to talk to him until later and then uh and then it was like you know the the day of the show and he was amazing you know he was he made like a really good point Tim really loved him. He was really funny. But we didn't know where to put him in the show because we weren't sure what he was going to say. And so we had to, like, do a little bit of a a shuffle in the order. And it turned out perfectly because he was so good later in the show. And then we had Conan be, like, the first person to come out besides Adina. And it worked out, like, perfectly. But nobody was difficult. Uh, Actually, the, the beauty of this show is that Everybody They're all there wants because of Adam. They 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 weren't there because we called no. and they, they want to be on CNN. Like they're there because they love Adam, and so they're all like can't wait to help. Can't mm-hmm. wait. They want to do a good job. They want to impress Adam. It's the coolest show to work on because it's the only show people want to do. Yeah, because you're honoring your friend. Exactly, and so everybody was like really excited about that. All right, well, let's end it with uh, with just we're going to name a celebrity. And you give us one word that, that describes them, or the one word you attach oh, to the okay. celebrity. Okay, Jennifer Aniston. Ah, oh. uh, um, dynamic. She was so funny. Did, did I tell you the Jennifer Aniston story? Yeah, I the had? phone, the phone call, the phone call. It's yeah, great so story. funny. She's like, ah, oh, I love the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> we know you do. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you interacted with him or not, but I am curious. Uh, Brennan Fraser was at the party, and they cut to him a few times. Beautiful. He was so friendly, so soft-spoken, and like very down to help, and just like the sweetest man that you could ever imagine. So, I mean, I did I did get to talk to him. I asked him to do an interview, and so I had to talk to him a few times That's throughout right, the night. They were on. It was on the special. It was on the special, and I was like, "Hey, you know, it's so, you know, so good to meet you, and all this stuff." And he was really sweet. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, man." And he, and he was so soft spoken, but he was he was one of my favorites. Was it weird with him wearing the Oscar around his neck? Was it- <laughs> <laughs> Flavor Flav style. What about Conan? Oh, um, uh, completely hilarious. Like funny on the phone when he did pre-interview type stuff. Funny when we talked to him in person at that dinner thing that we did like three weeks before the show. Funny when we talked to him at the show. Like he was just constantly cool. It just feels like he's always on. He's he is, and he's. I mean, you know, when you do these pre-interview calls, you're not necessarily getting the character that you see on TV. And he was, I mean, lightning fast, funny, <laughs> and 
cracking us up the whole time. David Spade. David Spade is... Uh, I was laughing harder on on the pre-phone call with him than I've laughed at almost anything. He was he was so just the way he talks because you know we all grew up with like that cadence and his style. Mm-hmm. So we're suckers for it anyway. We've all stolen a little of it too, I think. Absolutely. And he's <laughs> got kind of a specific thing. So when he's talking, he's just talking like himself. And then you're just cracking up because everything he's saying is so, I mean, it's sort of effortless, He, but he's also, he is being funny. Like he knows he's being funny, but it's, he's, he was, so, I mean, he was, he was so, just hearing him talk is funny. He was awesome. Uh, Tim Meadows, who was your announcer and had a funny bit. Meadows was really, really funny. I never spoke to him, but he had, he had like a, a death in the family around that time. And he made sure that he like move things around so that he could do this. So he was he was pretty incredible from from our perspective because he was, you know, like he wanted to do it. He wanted to do it for Adam. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, he was he was he was great. Uh, uh Nikki Glazer. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, uh I mean just stunning. Stunning. <laughs> just a stone cold stunner. <laughs> I was trying to think of different ways to say, like, gorgeous. Uh, give us uh, Ben Stiller, because he was one of the best ones. Ben Stiller, we never, I never spoke with him, and we didn't have a lot of, like, he he and his team, like, emailed a, a bunch and was very engaged and was sending back drafts and stuff. But we he, lo- we loved the the plot line thing. So funny. it was I loved it so much. It was so how he just kept going. Yeah, and no, well, that's another <laughs> yes. one that I loved. We you know we cut we we shoot the show, and it was a little you know it was not the best producing. We made it was two hours and forty minutes, and we had cut it down to an hour and thirty five minutes. Woo. So we had to cut a lot of stuff out. But you get into the edit, and you are fi- like everybody has their favorite yes. things that they're fighting for, and some people are like we need this show to have more heart, and some people are like we need more jokes, and it's impossible. Especially in two and a half days to cut it, but Ben Stiller had a thing that 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 uh, was cut out initially, and a bunch of us fought for it to get back in. But he you know, he had this thing where he was like, "People come up to me on the streets. I'm like, Sandman, I love your work. Yeah. <laughs> Click saved my marriage, <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually one of the hardest I've laughed so for the whole show. It was really really funny." <laughs> It was really funny. Tim, what was what, what was your favorite part? I the whole thing. Being in the room with all those people, watching them watch one another, to be able to see all of those people crack up at you know, to watch Chris Rock uh laugh at David Spade, to watch Chris Rock lean over and, and make Dana Carvey laugh, all that stuff was was fantastic. And then the show itself just that, that the the Conan's. I, I mean Chris Rock's my favorite of all time. Yeah, so, he's pretty yeah. amazing. Right, what did you guys like? I know we gotta move on. We but- do. <laughs> Okay, we can. I loved it all. Okay, I loved it all. Loved it all. <laughs> well, I, I loved Chris Rock so much, yeah. but I was like so surprised and at Rob Schneider. I love that yeah. moment too. And they helped him out in that edit. I will tell you that. Did they? Yeah, he was okay. up there a while. Oh, was he? Well, yep. what we saw on TV, I thought his voice sounded great. Yeah, he's edit. got a beautiful voice. <laughs> but Chris Rock's story about the comedy club, yeah. mm-hmm. it was, and I like Judd Apatow too. 
Yeah, but because that was, I like those early yeah. day stories, and then he's still friends with all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy that even Apatow and he were roommates. I mean, and he saved like all the, the, the videos. Yes, he has clothes. But the driver's license yeah. thing was that real? Yes, all of that is it's real. So and they crazy. showed a video that they that didn't make the final. Yeah, thing, but a the clip prank from. I mean, it was so funny. And then I, I can post Pete that Davidson's clip. Apatow joke was Pete David. We didn't brought him up. He was great too, but oh, yeah. he made fun of uh, Judd and said, "Adam, I hope you don't die, or else Judd will make a fifty-hour documentary about you." <laughs> <laughs> like he did, Carrie yeah. like The Courtney Show. Kathleen Madigan hanging out with us uh, throughout the end of the show. You're going to be on Heidi's show on five fifty later this afternoon, right? Yes, from a winery. What? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. A that's wine way bar. A wine sideways. bar. No, a wine bar. That's Let me way make better. Sure I got that right. That's a way better gig. I need to know where I'll be drinking. Yeah. Afternoon, happy hour time. You don't have to wake up so early. You get Winnie's wine drink. bar. And where's that? In Lafayette, uh, you said? Somewhere in Lafayette Square. It's yeah. probably Heidi's backyard, and she's just framing it as Winnie. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> she has a sign made. Yes. It's like, I'm sorry nobody yeah. showed up. Oh, look, there's a dog in the wine bar. Huh. <laughs> Ain't that the thing? <laughs> well, I'm glad both Heidi and I are thankful that you chose our shows to come in and hang out with us because you don't yeah, do I never it. get to see you guys. Well, I'm never here. There's usually a show the night before. Like, so Friday would usually be Kansas City yeah. and then Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I never get. That's why, like, it was easier when you were in a club for, like, four days, because then you're in the town for four days. Yes. But now the theater thing, it's, you know, it's a good problem I'm to telling have, you, but- I probably first met Heidi when I started in radio in, like, 90, I started in 92. I don't know how long you'd been doing it since uh, at that point. I left, yeah, I don't know, I left on the road in 89. Okay. So. So, in 92, we started having you come into the studio, so uh, you've always been one of my favorites. Oh, that's nice. And you don't come into studios that much because you're doing these theater shows. So having you come in studio is just... Yeah, I haven't had the day off. You're so just one I of am. my favorites. Always have been. You guys, this is a funny show. You got to have that Denise on more. <laughs> By the way, Denise's last name, us trying to get her to say a color, her last name is Brown. Everyone. At least she's not a narcissist. She, no, know, right? She's pretty great. She was pretty great. Highly there. entertaining. Uh, are, any texts you want to get to, Chris? Well, we did get we did get a lot of texts, but I've spent the last five minutes asking Chat GPT for a script. Oh no. Of a conversation between Cher and Dolly Parton. We don't have to do it. I'll just, do it. Just oh, we you, don't have I'll to. do it. Can you do Cher I, I don't know if my Cher talking can, is you great. Can just sing it. All right. Yeah, sing your answers. All right. And you guys can end whenever you want. I mean, it, there is an ending <laughs> where, <laughs> where, so, where they share a warm hug and the world somehow becomes a little bit more fabulous. <laughs> That's the ending. <laughs> but you guys can quit whenever you feel like I mean, like listen, Kathleen's right. Dolly is on point. Well, and like Dolly, I'm going to sing talk. Oh. I'm going to talk oh, you yeah. sing. I'm going to talk you sing. And I haven't ready? read this whole thing, so it'll be news to me okay. as well. Are we ready? <laughs> can we have a... I feel like we need some kind of music I know, bed. I was looking. I was um, trying to figure out what's the what's the theme. Is it a Christmas thing? No, I just no. said what I told Chad GBT was write a funny conversation between this. Cher and Dolly Parton. Okay. Do you want Brando to do the Cher? Well, no, <laughs> nobody wants that. Wow, they even have acting instructions on this AI. Yeah. <laughs> like Cher winks. You're supposed to wink at me. Oh, you giggle I'll too. I'll be g- giggling. There's a um, hair flip as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That was that was that oh, was getting into yeah. it. <laughs> you gotta put your tongue over here. Well, hello there, Dolly. <laughs> You're looking fabulous as ever, darling. How do you manage to look so darn 
glamorous all the time. <laughs> sure, honey, I could say the same about you. It's just all about the wigs, the makeup, and a lot of good old country chocolate. <laughs> country charm, huh? I've been trying to perfect my Southern Bell act, but I think I'll just end up sounding like a lost California girl. <laughs> well, sweetie, you can take the girl out of California, but you can't take the California out of the girl. That's perfectly fine. We love you for it. Hey, well, we thanks, darling. <laughs> nice hair flip. <laughs> we're, we're a real doll for saying that. You know, you've got some of the catchiest songs in the world. Joe Lerner has been stuck in my head for weeks. Oh, honey, I've got a confession, Meg. I had believe on repeating my car for ages. That auto-tune magic of yours just does something to me. Auto-tune magic. Indeed. It's like a musical time machine, Dolly. You know what they say. If I could... If I could turn my time. I'd find a way to go. Oh, Cher, you always know how to bring the best in a song. Yeah, you kind, Dolly. <laughs> But I've always admired your ability to tell your story in your song. Your lyrics are like a little slices are like little slices of life. Oh. Well, Cher, you've got that powerful voice, and you can make any song an anthem. But you know what they say: here you come again, looking better than the body has your right. <laughs> All right, let's go to the last page. <laughs> well, Dolly, it's been a hoot chatting with you. You keep being your amazing self, and remember. If I could reach the stars. I'd give them all to you. Oh, Cher, you're a star in your own right. Keep shining, darling. They share a warm hug, and the world somehow becomes a little bit more fabulous. Oh. <laughs> Great work, guys. Oh, my gosh. That's AI stuff. It's freaky. It's freaky. It's some really of that freaky. stuff, I mean, it's not good no, it's comedy funny. or anything, it's but there's some funny. clever stuff in yes, there. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's better than probably at least eight out of ten people could write it. Yes. Yeah. It's true. It's, it, true. it's already leapfrogged most of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kathleen Madigan hanging out, out with us until we end the show. We're going to end the show in just a few minutes. You can get into that gooey okay. butter cake okay. for Ooh. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her show at Stiefel, unfortunately, tomorrow is sold out. It is, but look... Look up uh, Kathleen. Follow her on Instagram. Uh, you've got that podcast that comes out weekly. Yeah, the kid, the younger people like it, so that's good because they need to take me into my retirement. I did want to ask you because our question of the day was, "What is your latest obsession?" And you have you go down rabbit holes of different things you're obsessed with. Well, I'm always obsessed with Anna Dalvey, you know, the fake lady, the Anna Dalvey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that went to prison, but now she's in New York under house arrest, and she has this fake accent she's made up yes. like this. <laughs> I, I'm a, I still am obsessed with Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. Oh, that? Oh, yeah. Who oh, changes yeah. her voice like that? No, and, it's insane. And, and stays in character all day, yeah. for all the time. Hi, I'm Kathleen. I mean, I know Ooh. earlier I had a different voice, <laughs> but doesn't this sound more commanding? It's weird. It's bizarre. It's so What's happening with them? It's like uh, Alec Baldwin's wife. That oh, whole thing's weird, man. too. Yeah. You Hilaria? Like, you, you, just because you went on vacation to Spain, you're Spanish? <laughs> well, then I'm Irish. <laughs> and she just fights back on social media. She doesn't even care. She just has another baby and names it something crazy. Yes. <laughs> they just roll right on. They She's sticking a, with they the whole do thing. They want to do a reality show now on, uh, their, on all their kids. Well... 
that's going to have to they he's going to be in some trouble coming up. So they're going to repress those charges. That yeah, against yeah. Him. So you better might want to not want to have cameras on during they're, all that. They're mm-hmm. so delusional that they think a reality show is a good PR move. Right, that that's going to fix that pe- it. People are going to be like, oh, we like them again. And it's like, yeah, no. Funny. Remember that funny episode? He's not well, a murderer. To say you identify as that, and everybody's like, no, she went, I think she's from Boston. She's from Boston. Yeah. 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 What did she say I, on the Today Show? How you she say. Goes, how do you say. Say, yeah. how do you say. How do you say. What is your word for? <laughs> umbrella. Uh, I can't, uh, umbrella. What is it? Comes out of the sky. It is wet. <laughs> what is rain? Rain you speak of. Agua. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy people, and he's just as crazy for living with oh, that. The fact like, that he's that he's going he's going along with it. I mean, all guys do a little bit of that when when you like you know we've heard the people be like, yeah, I've put up with like some astrology talk, and I've just to like astrology you know. Talk. <laughs> what do you put up with it? It's in the paper every day. <laughs> no, you know when somebody that lives their life by the stars. Right, yeah, you, no, pre- you like pretend it. to like, like your oh. cats, or you like you play ball a little bit when you're like courting young women. Yeah, but. Alec Baldwin, I mean, he's, you're already married. You don't have to play ball with like, He's buying, he's bought in completely. Yeah, oh, yeah, but now he's had like 170 children with her. He can't, if she leaves, all his money will go oh. down the street with her because they're the children. Yeah, down the- Al Pacino's pay, paying that lady 30 grand a month for child support for that baby. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's 7,500 a week. I did the math. No child needs that much money. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. What are you doing? Getting box well, seats yeah. at the Cardinal game? What was her lifestyle prior? <laughs> right. And I, Glaze is saying it's not a PR move; it's a money grab that they're out all out of money. What? Really? He oh, can't be out really? of money. Well, I don't know. I mean, think of all the shows he's been on consistently, mm. and that went in probably into syndication. But then, if you're if they're living beyond their means, they've got some like amazing New York place. They've well, got a place true. in, in yeah. out on Long Island, like in the Hamptons. Plus, she's got to go home and see her family in yeah. Spain all the yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's having kids around. <laughs> or, excuse me. <laughs> Siete kids. <laughs> it's the Courtney Show on the Arts. The Courtney Show. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday tidbits. All right. We want to teach you a little something. Things that we came across in the past week that we found to be interesting. I thought this was really fascinating. You know, Mrs. MRS, the abbreviation? Mm hmm. It was originally an abbreviation for mistress, not Mrs. M-I-S-S-U-S. Is that the R? Which is why there's an R in it. Isn't that weird? Well, how did it switch? Yeah, it became the exact opposite. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday tidbits are just... <laughs> you can't go deep. Oh, you can't go deep. Level. This yeah. is all I've investigated. Okay. Remember, we used to have a rule. No follow-up. No, yeah. No follow-up questions allowed. But if you've always wondered, like, why is there an R in there? That's why. And then you can look up further to see when it changed over. Hmm. When it became Mrs. Uh, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody only reached number nine on the U.S. charts when the song was first released in 1976. But in 1992, after mm-hmm. Wayne's World, it reached number two. It's crazy. I know. It's crazy because it's become like the most popular Queen song, and it wasn't until Wayne's World. There's two moments when Tim Convey Jr. got really, really angry at me. One was when I was playing with a ball in the basement and reset a game called uh, Metroid. Or yeah, it was Metroid. Metroid. Yeah. Okay. I, that, got, I got further than I had ever gotten before in Metroid. 
and I'm screwing around and bouncing a ball, and it's just like bounced off the perfectly bounced off the reset button and reset the thing. And he looked over at mm. me, and I was like, "I've made this is the biggest mistake I've ever made <laughs> in my life." What happened? Life. I don't know how, how old was I? Like five, six? Yeah, we were because we were in the the old house. Yeah, it was bad. But then the other... I don't think I ever played Metroid again. I was so <laughs> You're like, I'm never going to get there. He's never going to get that far Did he again. throw hands? Like, were you... I'm no, sure he was pretty bad. But I, I, can, I, I know the... Yeah, I was like five or six. I know exactly. If you had a you thousand ball? bouncy balls laid out, I could pick out the exact one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the other time that he was very, very angry at me... What were we talking about? Wayne's about, uh, nope. yeah. Tim had to like leave the house for something. I don't know why he had to leave, but he he had heard somebody on the radio say like Bohemian Rhapsody was coming up like later. And this was before, like we didn't, we, we would tape things off the yeah. radio. Like, and he was like, all right, you know the song Bohemian Rhapsody? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you have to, you have to tape this song. I'm leaving, but you have to tape it. And I was like, all right, no problem. So I just sat there listening and I didn't, you know, the song starts off, it's, like, oh, it's yeah. like two completely different songs. Yeah. And so it started and I was like, I don't, I don't think this is the, this is the song. <laughs> and then it gets to the piano part and I'm like, oh, this is it. So I hit record and he comes back and he's like, what, what is this? And I was like, this is the song. And he was like, it started like four minutes before this. And he was very, he was not happy. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I mean, that's I remember a- Metroid like it was yesterday. <laughs> Angry as we sit here, but I don't remember both of you. And then I, I do have like a little factoid about because a lot of talk about Titanic today because of that. And I know Tim's going to talk about it later. Um, there was like some kind of was uh, it sub. Su- it was yes that went. They can look at the wreckage, and it's a very expensive thing, but it's missing. Um, they went to they want to look at the t- the wreckage of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought this was interesting. The chief baker. That was on the the uh, Titanic, Charles Joffin. He helped children and women get into lifeboats. He forcibly brought up those who were afraid to leave the ship. He drank a tumbler half full of liqueur, threw about 50 deck chairs overboard so that they could be used as flotation devices. He rode the side of the ship as it went down and was the last survivor to leave the Titanic. Wow. Crazy, right? It's crazy. What a hero. Where's his movie? We're gonna have to make up some guy named Jack. It has made a movie about that fella. Mm-hmm. Jack. 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 All right, I got two. That's uh, good. This one, this is about haunted Ray houses. Winslet. <laughs> My mom did it once, and I was like, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is about haunted houses. They said they've investigated and found that many haunted houses have high levels of carbon monoxide or other poisons which can cause hallucinations. The carbon monoxide theory explains why haunted houses are mostly older homes which are more likely to contain aging and defective appliances. Oh, man. So maybe they're not haunted. We're just all tripping on gas. Man, doesn't seem safe. No, not at all. And then this one uh, is pretty good. They said uh, historians believe that cats domesticated themselves. What does that mean? So it wasn't like humans tried to domesticate them. Cats were like, this is better than living out there. I'm just going to hang out. 
Unless, you think about it, like cats, you just feed them and they're like, I want to, can I just live here? Unless you bring one home and then they decide, I like it better out there. And then you have to forcibly bring them back yeah, into your not house. Not all cats. Yes. Domesticate themselves. but There are some that just want to roam free. Yeah, they mm-hmm. come home every now and again. All right, uh, Chris, Tim. Uh, sure, I can go. Uh, Mindy Cohn, Natalie on the Facts of Life, is godmother to two of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's kids. I think I remember hearing that That's before. Weird. But I don't know why or I how. Yeah, I assume she's friends with Angelina. You would think George Clooney. You understand that because they were in Facts of Life. Edna's Edibles. They both they both oh, worked yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu isn't just a term for Chinese martial arts. It refers to anything that takes time, patience, and energy to study and learn. <laughs> That's so funny. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's like you're not doing anything, but you're like, I was just doing some Kung Fu. Hey, you could do that with everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You were just sitting there on the couch. No, I was Kung Fu. Kung Fu. You were Kung Fu all over the place. You were playing Metroid. <laughs> uh, Chicago, with its two MLB teams, is the only city with five pro teams in the four major sports playing within its city limits, including one in each sport. So New York also has five playing within its city limits, but both NFL teams, the Giants and the Jets, play in New Jersey. Oh. We're going to go Chicago. Keep it in, keep it in the city. Yeah. You want one more? No. Chris? <laughs> Chris wants another one. I do. I he's, trying, he's trying to get you to forgive him for the Metroid yeah. fiasco. I'll take another one. <laughs> I'll take another Thanks, one. Thanks, man. You know they wanted Spielberg to direct the Harry Potter movies? Get out of town. He said no. He didn't think it'd be challenging, and he also thought that they should have been animated. Wow. Well, he was wrong on that one. Maybe. We don't know. I mean, stop motion would have been pretty amazing. Yeah, but he's also tied to a film franchise. Like, that's not Spielberg. Yeah, he couldn't have done 10 of those. It would have been insane. He'd have been bored. Um, Here's one. President Lincoln established the Secret Service on April 14th, 1865. He would be murdered later that same evening. Whoa. That same evening? That's insane. That's what they're telling me. I don't believe that. That's what the words on the screen tell me. He's like, (laughs) you know what we need? That's crazy. We need more protection. I have a weird feeling someone's going to try to shoot me. That's crazy. And then, I mean, I think people know that, like, barbers used to do much more stuff than just, like, cut hair. But uh, the colors on the barber pole would have a blue stripe if the barber also performed medical procedures. Hmm, Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like, what kind of medical procedures? Like, you would go see the barber? Barbers used to do, like, dentist stuff, too. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Back in the day. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but they would do a bunch of stuff. They would do bloodletting, and uh, they'd look at your throat stuff. Yeah, there's one <laughs> blue. They'd look at your throat stuff. Yeah, they'd be like, let me see the throat. Gargle with some salt see water. See what some stuff's in there. They'd be like, here, take this blue liquid that we, yeah, this, we got the combs in. I always call it formaldehyde, but that's not it. Uh, it's like uh, uh, something side. Germicide? No. It's uh, I uh, never can remember it. I know what it. it is. Barbicide. Barbicide. Duh. Come on. Duh. Those are Tuesday tidbits. The Courtney Show. Let's play for real or no deal. Let's play for real or no deal. And guess what's right or what's wrong. And guess what's right or what's wrong. All right, I got something for you here. Hollywood Reporter just put together, they released their inaugural list of music's 25 platinum players. So it's like... Who are the top 
musicians and artists of this year. So the year's not even over. We still got three months to go, but they're already getting these. This is like the first of these lists that I've seen. But they're not new artists. They're just artists from this year. This year. So Beyonce, Taylor, Ed Sheeran. A lot of the, yeah. Zach Bryan, Luke Combs, Billie Eilish, Drake, Lana Del Rey, Miley Cyrus. A lot of names that we talk talk about all the time. But there's a whole bunch on this list that I've, I've never even heard of. So I thought we could play for real or no deal. Is it a real artist or not? Yeah. Is this a real artist or not? Because if it's a real artist, this is according to Hollywood Reporter. These are they're the top of the top. I would like to put my money on Tim Convey. Oh, yeah. I think he will do very well on yes. this one. Um, oh, that's I being on the list. Ah, <laughs> too. Tim Convey, number one. Uh, so, if so could someone keep score? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, oh, no, yeah, no, you do it. No, All right. First one on the list. Panty Raid. For real or no deal? It's got to be No real. deal. It's a great name. You're for real? Ah. Uh, I'll say no deal. No deal. No Ooh. deal. That, that was a Brando special. So, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> should use that, though. Uh, big Boozy. Yes. Real. Yeah. For real. For real. No Ooh. deal. There's bad. I've Is there bad Boozy? Is it bad boozy? That sounds like a combination of things that are real. There's Lil Boozy. There's lots of Lils. Yes. Okay. That was Uh, a good one. How about Lil Uzi Vert? Yes. Yes. For real! I got the big Three of us are actually going to see Lil Uzi next week. Oh, really? That'll be fun. Uh, Fun. Uh, Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus. For real or no deal? For real. For real! Yeah. With Sam Smith. Sam Smith. That's right. Tilo. I do too. Tilo? For real or no deal? T I L O. T dash low. low. I'm saying low. No. T I'm, low, like low T. I'm saying no deal. I'll say no deal. No deal. No deal. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jane Thoreau. Jane Thoreau. For real or no deal? No. I'll say no. No deal. You're I no said deal. no. Okay. No deal. These are pretty good at We're this. We're all tied. Yeah. Thames. For real or no deal? T-H-A-M-E-S, like the river? No, T-E-M-S. 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 Bad name. It's like Tom's, but Tom's. That's right. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to just take I'll, a shot. I'll say no deal. I'll say no deal. For real! Ah, got one. Uh, Bean Boy. <laughs> no deal. No, no deal. No deal. Salty J. Yeah, for real. Oh, well, he knows. You shouldn't have been so confident. No, Tim. actually, but now I regret I'm it. I'm saying no deal. <laughs> There's another no J. deal. No deal. All right, I'm in trouble. Uh, Mister Law. Uh, it's like M I Z T R. Mister yeah. Law. Well, that seems like or he's, acting, he's acting awful confused. Uh, no by deal. This one. No deal. I'm gonna say for real. No deal. All right. <laughs> uh, Piso Pluma. Spell Piso. P-E-S-O. So I, I like it. Piso I like it. Pluma? I think for real. No deal. For real! Noah Kahan. Yeah, for real. Oops, I did it again. Confidence. Yeah, I know. For real. For real. For real! <laughs> Apple Rock. <laughs> no deal. No. No deal. No deal. He don't. No deal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all? What is yeah, it? Yeah, we all said no. Oh. No deal. It's like he hate me. 
Semo. No. Spell it. S E M O. Like the university. <laughs> For real. No deal. I said no. No deal. That's Southeast Missouri. State. I was sure of that one. Uh, let's see. Carol G. Yes. For real or no deal? For real. For real. For real! Coco Jones. <laughs> no. That's a thing. No deal. <laughs> no. For real! No! That's a good one. Coco Jones. Uh, Cruxman. K-R-X-M-O-N. Cruxman? Yes. I'm saying for real. No deal. I'll say no. No deal! Let me tell you. Let me give you a scoring update. I'm not winning. Chris and I both have 13, and Tim has 12. Ooh, it's a close game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nancine Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) No deal. No. Uh, You could go against the grain here and get a point. We'd all be tied. I'm going to roll the dice. I'll say for real. No deal. <laughs> oh yeah. A W E. I wanted to be real. For real. I'm gonna say no deal. Real. No deal. Uh let's see. Oh. I don't know if we get this one right. Jung Jung Cook or Young Cook? Yes. It's for real. For real. For real. Uh, what's the score now? It's I have sixteen, fifteen for Chris, and thirteen for Tim. What? Okay, I got a couple more here, and we'll wrap it up. Summer Tompkins. I like it. I'll say for real. I'll say no deal. No deal. No deal. Beverly. For I'm, real. I'll say for real. No, no deal. deal. Right. Uh, you got a point there, Chris, but nobody else did. Oh, wait, I gave it to Tim. Hold on. I'll take it. Um, Are we ready? We're tied, Chris. All right. Oh, here we go. I'll just take the opposite of what you do. Okay. I'll take it. Metro Boomin'. Yes. (laughs) It's real. Is it real? Mm -hmm. Darn it. Well, I just lost. No deal. For real! (laughs) Do one more? See it end on a tie? See if we can end on a tie? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? I would like it. Comp Tate. That, like... Potentate? I guess. I Comptate? Comp- it's two yeah. words. Comptate. I'm, I'm right. saying I'll no say deal. I'll say no then. Say oh, wait. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll say, say for real if you say no deal. I'll say no deal. No deal. That's the end of the tie. That was nice of you. Generosity <laughs> award. Hasn't been given out in a while. Goes to Landry. Have one of those Reese's uh, animal crackers. Oh, <laughs> it is a Courtney show. The Courtney show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy Timmy and these are the numbers. They asked people, Americans specifically, what they would major in if they were pursuing a college degree today. Because at the time you're choosing your major or, you know, maybe you're just trying to get out of college or maybe you think you know what you want to do. But if you could redo it, they asked people, I've got the most popular and the least popular. What did you, did you choose a, a major? <laughs> I never made it far enough. You didn't. You were just general I was free journalism. You were? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you laughing at Sorry. me. That's rude. Yeah. You I was no, like, really? Go on. Yeah. What's well, tough? Oh, I know. Down there. It was really stupid. Yeah. It, I, You know, it didn't work out for me. 
But well, it, did it did work, work out for it me. It definitely worked out for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you failed up. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have worked so hard. Uh, and what was your major? Mine initially was, I was a history major. I was going to be history teacher. Really? Yeah, that seems right. That felt like an insult. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying you're... Mr. Lotman. No, I think that you you find history interesting. And and somebody's got to. And I, I still, there's... I think, like, I'm as close to a teacher as I can be without being a teacher. Because I've been coaching for all these years. And so I work with, you know, kids. And, and I enjoy it. So I get a little flavor of whatever that was that I wanted you to do. You still get a little bit of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you? Today. My... Well, t- are we moving on to today? You don't want to hear what I did major in? Oh, yeah, I do. It's what? a little convoluted. My major was called interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary <laughs> studies, which means I had three minors. What we called it at Mizzou was the triple threat. My three minors were psychology, sociology, and communications. Wow. Yeah. It sounds impressive. Were you on the football team? But it's a, no, <laughs> it's a just get out as soon as you can. And it still took me an extra semester. Did it? Oh, I had all, that second semester freshman year, I really... Did How did you come across the triple much. threat approach? Oh, because I was in a fraternity and hung and out they, with a lot of slackers. And, and they were like, many of them hipped it. me to that. Okay. But well, I, by the time I sat down with an advisor <laughs> for the first time, and I think I was a sophomore already, I'm like, hey, man, how do we do this? How do we get me out of here? And he's like, this is what you're going to do. Really? Yeah. And those things, I, I actually did really like those, because communications, I did, t- at that time, I thought I was going to go into television so i took the television classes and mm-hmm. psychology i i was into all that stuff so it, it, it worked out it did look at me now <laughs> <laughs> but if i had to do it now uh business i think everyone like because you don't you think business that's boring i'm not gonna go into business business is everything whatever you, whatever you do you gotta it, it, it is valuable yeah. for you to understand yes. All of those things. It's not an easy path, probably, for those of us that don't like the numbers, unlike you. It would have been last on my list at that time. Yeah. And you now don't I'm know. Like, you weren't aware. Yes. I'd love to yeah. know that stuff. So what, what about you people- guys? What would your first choice be now? I don't know. I was going to guess. <laughs> I still don't have a choice. Business is business tied for number one. number one. Business yeah. and psychology. Because I was going to get my MBA... You know, no whenever kidding. I was out of this school brag, you know, <laughs> well, you know, I was like, well, this radio thing ain't working. Might as well get to work in this dumb job. Mm. And uh, and it seemed like that was a useful thing to do. And it's great if you can get a company to pay for it. People love that. Yeah. People love those MBAs. And they're I was always like, I should have done this before. What about you? What I don't you have. Choose? I don't have a choice. Really? Okay. No. Uh, school business. just makes me ill to think about. <laughs> yeah, it but, really does. But, I just was not my thing. I did not enjoy it. It made me ill too, but I, but I, but I wish I just was in the, the mindset then of like I got to get this over with as quickly as possible, just, so that my parents will give me a little bit of room to kind of pursue some of the things I want. I get do. it, and I, they did, and it, I'm glad. And I just worked. don't think school is for everyone, and it definitely was not for me. Yeah, I just I wasn't capable of doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't tuned in. To being taught. I don't have a good excuse because when I started in college, I was like, this is so much easier than high school and everything else because you didn't have to be there all day. I was like, this is like camp where I just go to class every now and again. Yeah, but. And so for the first few years, I was like nailing it. That's how I felt too. Only now and again was never. <laughs> well, but then I got a job at a radio station and then I was like, what am I, what do I need this school for, man? 
I've already got the job that I want. Yep. And that messed everything up. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. Oh, oh I think did, I paid for a lot of it. So you got out. Well, I just quit. Because no, he was working. I was basically like two classes shy of graduating oh, at Western. Wow. And then I got a job and I just couldn't finish. And then I got offered a job in Springfield. And I was like, well, maybe one of these days I'll finish. And so then that's why my degree is from SIUE because I had to go back. You finished there. It took me a year, a heavy year of classes yeah. to get a degree from there. Good for you. Uh, business and psychology rank first about what people would major in today if they could go back. Uh, then engineering, architecture, nursing, international relations, computer science, history. There you go. Uh, criminal justice, mechanical engineering. Things people did not want to mess with that they that last on these lists. Anthropology, art. Yeah. Come on, art. Data Sorry. science, social work, nutrition, marketing. I would think everyone for a while it seemed like wanted to do marketing. I had a marketing minor. Yes. Yeah. I guess a little helpful in this biz. Public health, speech and language, pathology, statistics, performing arts, way at the bottom, and kinesiology. Or is that kinesiology? <laughs> no. Kinesiology. <laughs> Kinesiology is uh is that different? Forty second. Dummies. <laughs> Those are the numbers. The Courtney Show. Alright, so yesterday during Wheel of Questions, there was a question that was who you know, we've talked about this before, but it had been a while, so we talked about it again. But who is who was your big crush growing up? Do you remember this conversation? Why do I feel like this is not this is going to be hurtful to me? I don't think I, I don't think it'll be hurtful. I mean, okay, so yesterday we we identified Courtney's crush. This is this is just a little clip from from the show from yesterday. The movie class with Andrew McCarthy and Rob Lowe, and I'm like, who is this Rob Lowe? I even wrote him a letter once. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you say? I have never interviewed him in all the years I've really? been on radio. God, I would kill to get my hands on that letter. <laughs> and so I had to murder somebody. <laughs> you found the letter? <laughs> How did you pull that off? Well, listen, we've got technology now <laughs> where you can talk to AI and they can tell you what that letter would have been. Uh- <laughs> and so I asked artificial intelligence in the no, chat GPT. Not. <laughs> and I asked them what that letter would have been. <laughs> oh, I wonder how close it is to the real thing. I bet I know. I know exactly how the letter ended too, and I know it was it was written on a specific kind of stationery. Oh, really? Yeah. Well just I'm gonna read some of this. Okay. And you just sort of, you can stop me and let me know what feels accurate and what feels... I think I wrote it with my best friend, Kristen, too. How old were you when you did it, do you think? 15. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I told AI that you were 12 uh-huh. and that this was around 1982. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. And I said, go for it. So here's Courtney's letter to Rob Lowe <laughs> when she was 12, 15. Dear Rob Lowe... OMG, hi. I can't believe I'm actually writing you a letter. My name is Courtney Landrum and I'm 12 years old. I hope you don't mind me gushing like a waterfall, but I just have to let you know how much I adore you. I mean, seriously, you're like the coolest person to ever walk the planet. 
Okay, so let me paint you a picture of my world. It's 1982. <laughs> it's 1982, and I'm living in a little town where exciting things are about as rare as finding a unicorn in my backyard. <laughs> but then, bam, you burst on the screen and my heart. And went, oh, you burst on the screen and my heart went boom. Suddenly, my life became a little less ordinary and a lot more extraordinary. Wow. I remember the first time I saw you in The Outsiders, I was sitting in the movie theater with my popcorn trying to act all cool. But the moment you appeared on screen, my jaw dropped so hard it bounced off the sticky floor. Seriously, my friends had to pick it up for me. True story. <laughs> you were like a dreamboat. Those mesmerizing eyes, those char- that charming smile and the hair. Oh, my goodness the hair. Every girl in my class had a picture of you in their locker, but mine was special. I drew little hearts around it and even kissed it goodnight every evening. Don't worry, I never told anyone about that until now. Shh. <laughs> anyway, you're more than just a pretty face. Your talent is out of this world. I watched you on St. Elmo's Fire and thought, if I ever go to college, I hope my dorm is as wild as that. Your character, Billy, was so cool. And even though he made some questionable life choices... <laughs> He did. Uh, but hey, everyone makes mistakes, right? That's what makes us human. And then, of course, there was class. Oh, boy, that movie made my heart race faster than Cheetah on roller skates. Oh, my God. <laughs> you the, say that all the time. Always. <laughs> the romantic comedy mixed with high school drama was like a roller coaster for my emotions. You and Andrew McCarthy were so hilarious together, <laughs> and I couldn't decide if I wanted to be you or date you. Ooh. So I settled on practicing your famous eyebrow raise in front of the mirror. Let's just say I'm still working on it. Are you still working on it? No. But I used to know his whole monologue when he dressed as Jesus for Halloween. Oh, you did? Yeah. Do you know any of it now? Um, I'd have to get started in the beginning, and then I think I could I could get it going. But here's the thing, Rob. As much as I adored you, I really never thought I'd get to meet you. But I mean, you're a superstar, and I'm just a regular kid who spends her day playing Pac-Man and avoiding homework like the play. That's me. That's <laughs> but, me. But hey, a girl can dream. So thank you, Rob, for being the person who made my heart flutter and my smile stretch from ear to ear. You've given a young girl something to believe in and a reason and dreaming big. And for that, I will be forever grateful. You've shown me that dreams can come true and that sometimes the most unexpected things can happen wishing you all the success and happiness in the world because seriously dude you deserve it with starstruck love courtney landrum your biggest fan and then i i said hey chat gbt you gotta add a part where she says that rob lowe is better than mark spitz <laughs> so so they added p.s i have to say rob you're like a million times cooler than mark spitz <laughs> I mean, sure, he won seven gold medals in swimming at the Olympics, and he can try to make my heart do, but can he try to make my heart do backflips like you do? I think not. So let's just say in my personal Olympics of crush-worthy awesomeness, you take home gold, silver, and bronze all at once. Keep being amazing, Rob. Wow. I mean... You're an articulate 12-year-old. If if Rob, if that letter was written... And it was sent to Ra. He would have written me back. Oh, he would have definitely written yeah. you back. Who is this genius child? How accurate was this? Oh and what God. does OMG mean? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> you were early on that. Terrible Long start. Yeah, I started it. Yeah, I started you, it. You 1982. Invented. OMG, that is very funny. Oh my God. All right, I would like more chat. GPT in yeah, the future. I, yeah, that's. I think it's. I think it's coming that's at you. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I. It was a shoe, and you opened it up. That's what the stationery was. It was like a tennis shoe. And I think we wrote, 
You can put <laughs> put your shoes under my bed anytime. You're oh, kidding me. <laughs> so some of these hokey jokes weren't so far no, off. No, no. I wrote it in conjunction with my friend, and we thought we were really cute. And we never, I don't even know if we ever sent it or not. Like, where would we get that address? How do you get? Yeah, how would you Rob even? Rob Lowe. I don't you know how to map to the stars. Yes, yeah. right, I said I wanted to. I wanted the, the letter to be funny and wholesome. Yeah, mine was not wholesome. No, you're apparently. like. I didn't even know what I was talking about. You, you wanted his shoes <laughs> under your bed, <laughs> yeah. which, which implied I know. that he took his shoes off. I know. And oh, put them under your bed. I know. What are you thinking about <laughs> there, 12 year old? Very, very funny. Good job, Chris. <laughs> the Courtney Show. It's finally Friday. Time for Brando to sing a song. All right, we do it every Friday unless we're off or, uh, <laughs> or Brando's off. not here or, or he's tired. But a lot. We do it a lot on Fridays. Yes, it's often. Except when we're not like doing donuts. Because it's just no, it's, it's too hard to do it remotely. That's a good little break for you. <clears throat> yeah, sometimes I need a break. Yes, I might have needed a break this week, but oh, I came through with something. Okay. Anyway, you always do. Um, yeah, always about something that you know either happened during the week or something that's going on in the world or whatever. <clears throat> and um, this was a a fun song to write because it was about a fun topic that I think we all enjoyed this week, and it had to do um, really specifically with. Um, a snack item that we enjoyed. So. <laughs> I hope know. you like it. Tato, I love you. I can't help but exclaim. Tato, I love you. Even love your dumb name. Tato, I love you. Take you to the ball game. Tato, I love you. Hope you lack aspartame. <laughs> You're made where lambs are green. Known for onion and powdered cheese. Invented by some real old guy In a castle that smells like moldy french fries Tato, I love you, you deserve all the fame Tato, I love you, tater chips ain't the same Tato, I love you, taunted over a flame Tato, I love you, eating bags without shame Loved by famous guys Jamie Dornan and the Snow Patrol guys. <laughs> Roastish chicken or just Wooster sauce. Try the smoky bacon or the beef and onion. Tato! 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 Just keeps going. <laughs> um, <laughs> screaming in the background. <laughs> oh Did I hear? Listen to that. That's me, tatoing in agony because <laughs> I love them so much. Did I hear Wooster sauce in there? Yeah, that's one of the flavors. Wooster? Well, it's W U S T E R. Maybe it's Wooster. <laughs> but I like Wooster. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought we couldn't say that word more than we did that morning, which we said fifty-three times yeah. during that one segment. It might be fifty-three si- times in that whole song, especially at the end. It's just Tato Tato. That was tato. pure gold. It makes me <laughs> makes me want some. Tatoes. I know, and there's so no, none. Ha- there none can be oh, found. Okay.